The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yeah, look, this isn't Michael D. Higgins's movement. It isn't my movement. It's a global movement against the idea that you give two hours of homework a night to primary school kids. Uh, it's not us saying it. It's just an understanding that head teachers and teachers across the world are seeing that giving that amount of homework is actually draining kids of any passion they have for learning because they're already exhausted when they get home. And let's be honest, Kieran, parents listening to this now know that that homework is not done independently. It's done with parents and it's making those relationships very fraught already difficult relationships for young kids coming home, getting in arguments with their parents when they need as much time as possible to rest. You know, we model this thing. Don't take your work home with you. We're always talking about rest and recovery for ourselves as grownups, but it doesn't seem to extend to kids. So I'm right there with Michael D. I'm ready to go out to Oris and Uchtaron and meet the man himself and work this through. How are we going to make this happen? Uh, so uh, is, is, is your issue then with, with any amount of homework or just the sheer volume of it? My issue is that I lived in the UK for 10 years and I saw what it looked like when one piece of homework was assigned to the kids on a Monday and they were expected to produce it the following week on the Tuesday and how much that better reflected the world they were heading into and how much better they were with the whole idea of learning and how much passionate they how much more passionate they were about getting that item done versus coming home here now moving back to Ireland and seeing how it's done here now and what's expected of them in the evenings and really it leaves very little room for rest recovery play extra time extra learning and what I also saw Kieran back when we lived in England was that when homework was assigned in that manner of one item per week Kids were taking on their own learning projects outside of school. As hard mm. as that is for people to believe, that is what they tend to do. So what, what, what did that look like, the one item a week? I mean, uh, it, it must have been more considerable than each individual item the kids might get here. It was, it? Well, it was like a written piece. It could okay. be a project. It could be a project that could be a, have multi uh, facets to it. Right. But it was definitely a piece that needed a bit more time and that it was up to the kid to, you know, commit the time and energy to it across the seven days. It left it up to them and it also allowed for their extracurricular stuff. Like this is the other thing that we're forgetting about, Kieran. how much extracurricular stuff kids are expected to do nowadays versus mm -hmm. our own day. Oh, I know. And those days where, you know, you've got the same amount of homework on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, but on Tuesday there's swimming and camogie and on Wednesday there's nothing and Tuesdays just turn into <laughs> absolute chaos uh, trying to yeah. get everything on. And I say that, I like, this is all through my wife. I am obviously here on the radio when my kids and my wife are going through this at home. So um, I, I'm in the lucky position of not really experiencing it directly. But Betty McLaughlin is with us as well, who is a guidance counsellor and a past president of the Institute of Guidance Counsellors. Betty, I mean, before we talk about volume and scaling back and managing it better, would you say there's some value to doing some work at home? I would actually, Kieran. Like, I mean, I'm surprised to hear that kids in primary school get two hours. I think that's absolutely excessive indeed. But mm. um, from a point of view, there are some advantages. I suppose part of that would be it does consolidate the learning that's done in class. I mean, within reason, you don't want it to eat up your time, all your free time. It does teach kids about um, time management. If they're working to a study plan, that they have to get things done and set priorities. You know, if they have a subject the next day, there's life skills there. It also can help a teacher because I taught French and Irish for many years. 
it can also help the teacher to determine, you know, how well the lessons are being understood by the students. Mm. Because with 34, you could have up to 32, 34 students in your class. And it's impossible to get around to them if it's a 40 minute class or even an hour long class. You know, it does help you. And yeah, as well as that, I suppose it does give the students, you know, an opportunity to review that class material, to ask. While I know it can be fraught and I, I, I've been there myself with kids trying to help your own. At the same time, it does give them an extra outlet for their parents. Uh, you know, to try and help them. Yeah. And especially I'd be thinking about special educational needs students who whose needs mightn't be met in the full class. And that extra bit of help at home could be could make all the difference to them, you know. Uh, the, the, the stuff you're talking about there, Betty, I mean, is, is that it's probably more applicable, though, to secondary school, is oh, it? absolutely. You know, when you talk about time management and, and recognising priorities, absolutely. I know my kids, the priority list that goes through homework is just the priority, yes, they, they wrote it down. Whatever's <laughs> top of the list gets done first. Yes, yes, yes. And whatever's bottom. So, uh, and, and, and as well, I guess, as you say, you know, you can recognise the problems that kids are maybe having in yes. understanding whatever the past tense of something in French. Uh, uh, whereas in primary school... Um, I thought the parents are helping to a degree. So you, it, it, it's harder to recognise, you know, where the kid is struggling and where mum or dad are intervening. In secondary yes, school, they're probably true. being told, do it yourself. That's true indeed. But it does, at the same time, parents have often in the past, you know, picked up on learning difficulties that the student had, maybe even quicker than could be done in the mainstream school. So that would have been a help as well. So look, there's pros and cons to everything, as you know, Kieran. Mm. I certainly would think that two hours homework for a young kid in primary school is absolutely excessive. Charlotte, um, you know, I I would have been I would have been guilty of having quite a kind of a maybe an old fashioned conservative attitude. Oh my God, we all did homework, is it not? Uh, right, that the next generation does it too. And it was actually a few teacher friends of mine who. Uh, uh, opened my eyes if I'll put it that way and they made the point I hadn't thought of it this way they said actually what happens a lot in primary school is that kids from really stable homes will get loads of help doing their homework and kids whose home life is a bit more chaotic through no fault of their own don't get any help they come in with the homework undone and the gap ends up widening between those Mm -hmm. kids academically and actually you know it's the kids then who need more intervention suffer at the same time Betty is right. If the kids didn't do anything at home, you wouldn't know what was going on. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Are, are there six times tables getting into this lad's head at all? Sure, sure. And no. And look, let's be honest, Kieran. No one is really arguing for let your, your children run wild and free. <laughs> the no homework advocates are arguing for what I said here, which is one item a week. And obviously there needs to be space for spellings and times tables. But what's clear to me is that what we're doing right now with primary school kids isn't working for the kids, isn't working for the parents. And from what I can tell from the posts I've done on this, isn't working for the teachers either. The number of teachers that have been in touch with me who are going, oh, we're right there with you. We don't like having to assign this stuff, that it's making those relationships more fraught too. That obviously Betty has a lot more and I, you know, Betty's got way more insight into this stuff than me. But what I have seen is both sides of the fence, what it looks like in the UK when a kid is given one item a week, Mm. what it looks like here when it's one and a half to two hours every single night. And what I will tell you is that anyone, doesn't matter what age you are, will become drained by finishing their day's work 
and then being expected to go home and get at it again. I think there's a better way of doing it. And I feel like I hope that there's enough people with cop on in our country to get behind this and maybe get in touch with somebody, a local representative, and go, what are we doing about this? Well, if you're in that boat, uh, get in touch with us here as well on 53106. Maybe you disagree. I'd love to hear from both sides. Charlotte Regan, comedian, comedian, rather, podcaster. Uh, you'll know him from Irishman Abroad, Irishman Running Abroad. My God, honey, you're ruining the kit. The list goes on. I mean, prolific podcaster, I think, should be the catch-all title at this point. Betty McLaughlin as well, guidance counsellor and former president of the Institute of Guidance Counsellors. Thank you both very much for joining me here on the show. Thanks, Kieran. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.